Welcome to Young Sheldon Cast, the podcast with one rule. We don't watch Young Sheldon, ever. Yeah. Well, there's the other rule that only Jared gets to do the intro, apparently. That's Jared business. (laughs) Stay out of it. Two rules in this podcast. Asshole. (laughs) We'll talk about it later on the asshole podcast. So... Give us a recap, Jared. What is going on? It's been a while. We don't record these regularly enough. Like, I definitely need a refresher. Okay. So, I guess, what is the premise of what we're doing, right? Yeah. Well, I know we're making an original TV show called Young Sheldon. Based off of? Well, I'd say it's totally original. Yeah, we do watch the trailer for an existing TV show called Young Sheldon, but ours is 100% original. So original that I sometimes have a hard time remembering the details. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I knew that we would have a hard time remembering the details, uh, so I wrote them down. <laughs> <laughs> You're the keeper of that one <laughs> note card. The That's... lore keeper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's official. Jared's title is lore keeper on Young Sheldon Cast. Okay. Um. Cool. These robes will come in handy. They won't. <laughs> I won't look weird if I wear them and tell people I'm the lore keeper. That's why I wear the robes. Yeah, no, you won't look weird. Like when bullies push me on the street (laughs) and they say, nice robes. Yeah. Nice robes, man. And then you say you're the lore keeper and they're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Can I buy you some fast food? And then I turn around and obviously the robes say lore keeper. I was hoping we'd go with it because it's embroidered (laughs) already. (laughs) Yeah, you're in luck. I went to Lids and got... (laughs) Got it embroidered on the back of the robe, but Lids only does it for like hats, hat brims and stuff. So it's real small on the back (laughs) of the robes. So like the bully has to push you down and then jump on top of you to punch you from behind until he can see it. Right. (laughs) Right when when he's about to spine punch me. My bad, lore keeper. I had no idea. All right. So (laughs) give us some lore. the, The premise of our young Sheldon series, it's about... A half-human, half-Galactonian, uh, which is an alien race, hybrid child uh-huh. on Earth. Okay. Struggling in high school. Yeah. Know that game. Right? Uh, I, he might be in middle school, but yeah, sure. I, no, he's in high school. Okay. For sure. He's actually, I have written down here, he's a fourth grader. <laughs> okay. Who is in high school. Yes. Which is interesting because he's full dumb. Right. Half human, half Glocktonian, full dumb. He has perfect pitch because mm-hmm. of his hollow bird-like bones, right? which is a trait of Glocktonians. The resonance. Mm-hmm. So, they all have perfect pitch. It's all just, Glocktonians, yeah, yeah. It's not like a gift. It's just what they all have because of the hollow bones. Right. right? Okay. And they're, they're light on their feet and stuff like that. Stealthy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you could say they'd have like a plus two to stealth <laughs> checks. He has a magic bow tie. He doesn't know it's magic. It's not technically magic. Okay. Well, I'm going to scratch magic off here then. We just don't understand the science. It's Yeah. It's definitely science-based. It's just alien technology. Alien tech bow tie. Right. That's a mouthful. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't understand it. He's not really aware of it. It acts as sort of his protective device on Earth. Right. For him. I'm fine if we just call it the magic bow tie. I feel like that's a better name for it. But I mean, behind the scenes, there's no magic going on, right? Okay. Well, I'll put magic and then in quotes and then sort of a little arrow that points to alien tech. (laughs) Nice. That's why I'm the lore keeper. (laughs) (laughs) More lore. 
Wait, you like talking about this um, neck stretching? Yes. That Sheldon can do? Neck bonering. <laughs> it just happens to him. Mm-hmm. Uncontrollably. When he gets excited. It's not arousal, though. I mean, we're not really sure what it is. It's oh. like alien tech. It's it's like magic. Just because we don't understand it doesn't mean it's, uh, you know. It's true. Not pleasurable and uh, wonderful for him. We know that his neck extends when he's smiling. Mm-hmm. It's alien physiology, man. I don't right. know. Yeah. Right? It's an alien neck boner. Um, he's got a little sister. We've mm-hmm. established that he has an older brother. Mm-hmm. The little sister he's kind of buddies with. Mm-hmm. The older brother, not so much. Right. Because the older brother's like a teenager and he's mm-hmm. just kind of... I think they go to the same school, right? Presumably, yeah, like he and his older brother. His older brother's like into metal and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's he seems really cool. I'm gonna write cool older brother. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Like he it. does wear cool like band shirts like Nirvana and Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I've written down here. He's a dirty brother. Oh, because he's like he's like nasty. <laughs> he's a nasty boy. <laughs> yeah. Like he put his like fingers into peanut butter last episode, right? Right. Jelly. Yeah. Man, it, like, if you were my roommate and you, like, okay, first of oh, all, yeah. you didn't use a butter knife. You just, like, used three fingers in the <laughs> peanut butter. Oh, yeah. And you were sharing it with somebody? That's nasty. So, that's But if true. it's your peanut butter, you can be as nasty as you want with it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life or whatever, but if it's, like, the community's butter and you're putting three fingers deep in that peanut butter and you're spreading it on your bread slice and then putting those three fingers into the jelly, too. Yeah. That's nasty. That's a nasty mm-hmm. brother. Yeah. So I'm going to scratch out dirty and I'm going to write nasty. <laughs> nasty older brother. So we don't know a whole lot about young Sheldon's mom yet. We haven't really fleshed her out yet. She's a normal human woman though. She seems to be religious, right? Yeah. She had sex with young Sheldon's father, an alien. Named Glockto. Was it Glocktor? No. I think it's been both. Well, we actually have a canon answer for that now, though, is the thing. <laughs> I've written down Glockto. Well, let me check. Uh, well, let's check the canon. Let's check Gil's Earth-like space bar by Glocktor. <laughs> okay. It's Glocktor now. For now and forever. Yes. So, she slept with Glocktor. Yep. But she did so thinking that he was an angel or god or something, because she says, oh, Lord, but she's really talking to Glocktor, right? Right. She's confused. I think she kind of knows, right? She knows. But <laughs> this is a lie she tells herself. It's right. an angel. Yeah. It was immaculate conception. It's a common human thing. This is the story she tells her human husband. Yes. Who is not young Sheldon's dad. Correct. Um, he has dense bones, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> really bad pitch. Terrible pitch. <laughs> Terrible pitch. Real pitchy. Oh, yeah. Didn't we say the brother, like, wants to be a musician? Right. Jesus. But, like, he can't make it because he's got those dense bones. And he has the, terrible pitch. And Maybe the that's dad kind of, was into it. The dad. <laughs> the dad was, like, the, the, the dad manager of the band, of yeah. his, like, high school band. Really wanted him to be successful. Yeah. I feel like it's a cause of strife in the family that. The dad was a failed musician. Oh, the dad was a failed musician. Right. Because of his dense bones. Right. shitty pitch. Okay. Do we got that on there? Yep. Okay. <laughs> shitty pitch. Dense <laughs> uh also to uh young sheldon uh chickens are very scary to him right just in general um are chickens dangerous or do they just remind him of some other thing from 
they remind him of chicken-like predators right. that are the natural Wherever enemies of Glocktonians. Glocktonians are from. And we've also established that young Sheldon's Mima is a con woman. Right. Isn't she a Glocktonian as well? No. I thought she was a um or some kind of alien like that was his You're thinking of Glocktonians. Oh fuck. Yeah. Fill me in, Loremaster. A Wamim is an alien that sucks the life out of other uh, sentient creatures. Oh. And they can they can look like a doppelganger or something. Okay. Right. They can or take person. the form of someone yeah. to get close. Close enough to wrap them up in a cocoon like killer clowns from outer space and then suck their life out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's about it. I mean, that's all I have. Okay. Yeah, so we're on episode six now of this TV show. Wow. Yeah. So, what is the title of this episode? A Patch, a Modem, and a Zantac. And we don't come up with the titles. We're bound to use the titles. We're bound to use the title for our show. We also have to base our show on this week's preview. Right. Everything that happens in the preview has to happen on our show. That's right. And we fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. What's this one called again? A patch, a modem, and a Zantac. To get to NASA, he needs a computer. To get a computer, he needs money. No problem. Yes, you can help me, Dorothy Fitzpatrick. I'm interested in taking out a second mortgage. I'm nine years old, why do you ask? That's called age discrimination, Dorothy, but I'm willing to let it slide. New Young Sheldon, next Thursday. That's called fraud. <laughs> he doesn't own that house. <laughs> well, hold on I mean, now. We don't know whose house he's selling. Selling. <laughs> right. We don't know what house he's selling, or what mailbox he's used to find or money refinancing in. or whatever he's doing. Right? Can we say that that shot of him opening the mailbox is part of a montage where he opens like two thousand mailboxes, <laughs> stealing mail? Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. <laughs> looking for money. That's where money lives. Just looking for it. Yes, that, that's canon now. Hello? He says that because he thinks there's going to be someone in there every time. <laughs> no money in this one. Oh, shucks. No money in this one. <laughs> <laughs> and he just shreds the mail. Right. Throws it off <laughs> to Grandma, the wind. Grandpa's Christmas card. Last <laughs> thing he sent before he passed. God, this little Sheldon's a prick. <laughs> It's just everybody's weed shipments. <laughs> you know, no money here. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's drug abuse. <laughs> My chief. <laughs> okay. I think that it happens so quickly. I almost missed it. But I feel like it's a very important line that starts this whole thing. Yeah, I was captivated by the shoulder boner. What does it say? In order to get to NASA? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. He's trying to get to NASA. Why? I guess he misses his dad. He and he needs know. a computer. He needs a computer. So, how is he trying to get to NASA with a computer? Mm. It's yeah. canon that he doesn't know about his dad, right? Okay. So, this is, again, just his DNA, like being afraid of chickens. It's just built into him to, like, want to- Get to space? Get to space, I guess. He's, he's being called home by something inside of him. So, he is just genetically pulled to want to go to space? Like, have we really talked about what he wants? 
He's really dumb. What motivates young Sheldon? He likes to sing. Does he just... The music of the spheres. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's too dumb. He's full dumb. He doesn't know what NASA is. Oh, he's just confused. Yeah. I mean, this is getting deep. It's like, why does anybody do anything? We're all pretty dumb. Nobody really knows why we do stuff, except you eat when you're hungry. Yeah. That's really the only thing you can explain. But what does he think NASA is? NASA. He just uh, needs space. Is it an anagram? Is that correct? National Aeronautic Space Space. Administration. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he thinks it's an acronym for nachos ain't snacks anymore. (laughs) He's upset about that. Nachos and snacks always. Maybe he always wants to eat nachos. Who wouldn't? This is the type of character motivation I can understand. (laughs) Nachos Um, ain't just snacks anymore. (laughs) NASA. Okay, that's a stretch. but <laughs> Oh, yeah, they have like a triangle in their thing, don't they? Kind of looks like a chip. <laughs> kind of looks like a triangle. Yeah. Because he can't read, right? Yeah, he can't read. Maybe the bow tie is involved with this? Like it? Maybe it's... push him? Yeah. That makes sense. The bow tie has to hate being on Earth taking care of this idiot. <laughs> yes. Maybe it needs it... recharge. Oh, I like mm-hmm. that. And it can't be... It's it's like cell can't be charged by... Lithium ore cell. It's like damaged or something. And it needs to get access to NASA in order to repair itself. Because NASA has high-tech space components. It's not going to find that wherever he lives. Okay. So, this is cool because I was wondering what a patch, a modem, and a Zantac were. So, it needs to be patched. It needs to be patched. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Is he going to try to do it remotely with a computer? (laughs) Maybe it needs like a... um, Because there's nothing in here about him having to get to NASA. It's enough to have a modem and to be able to dial in and get remotely patched. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it just needs access to a computer Mm -hmm. to hack into NASA to download the patch that it needs to repair itself. Right. So, how is it convincing young Sheldon to do all this? Like, is he subtly just like changing the TV commercials to like NASA stuff (laughs) about how cool NASA is and he makes it say nacho snacks always but whatever <laughs> yes yeah yeah and like just you know like changes the tv commercials for dumb young sheldon yeah maybe the mom's like sheldon it's snack time <laughs> and she gives him his nacho plate and he plops down on the couch he's eating them for snack time and like watching some cartoons or whatever and the bow tie lights up spins slightly <laughs> i mean it's it's like obviously like juiced out right oh yeah yeah. And it's like, it's getting desperate. And it affects the TV. And like the setup for this is on some of the previous episodes, every once in a while, some sparks will just come out of it. We've kind of teased yeah. that it needs some work done or things aren't 100%. And this episode at the beginning, maybe there's a lot of sparks coming off of it. And it's like going in his face and stuff, but he's too dumb to really like <laughs> comment on ah, Jeez. Calm down, you stupid bow tie. I'm trying to eat my nachos. Mosquitoes are really bad. Yeah, you made him sound way too smart, Wit. <laughs> Stop nacho stopping me. <laughs> Notch blocking. <laughs> Notch blocking. <laughs> Making him way too clever there. Yeah, it's too clever. <laughs> and it's like giving him lots of like reasons to, you know, it's manipulating him to want to get in touch with NASA because he's too dumb to know what NASA is, but it's like, I need space. 
Right. Well, he thinks that NASA is the nacho thing. Mm-hmm. He's eating the nachos. He somehow the bow tie makes him think he needs a computer. So he sees a computer like longingly at school. It's like must be in the principal's office. He tries to get to it and can't. And now he's trying to scam one. He needs money. He needs to buy a computer now. And in the 80s, computers cost a little more than they did now. So like you could buy a new IBM PC for like two grand. And now like now like a grand will buy you a really nice computer. Mm Mm-hmm. But in the 80s, you had to spend like two grand on a computer. That's like four grand today. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's a big deal. It's like buying a boat. Yeah. Something you need to take out a loan for. Right. Which, so. is, what he, which is what he tries to do. Oh, is that what he was on the phone for? The loan? I thought he was calling NASA. Okay. Um, you know what? I mean, we can watch it again. Now everything, we've kind of set this up. Let's just like double check ourselves. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah. a great idea. And we can look at the shoulder boner again. To get to NASA, he needs a computer. To get a computer, he needs money. No problem. Yes, you can help me, Dorothy Fitzpatrick. I'm interested in taking out a second mortgage. I'm nine years old, why do you ask? That's called age discrimination, Dorothy, but I'm willing to let it slide. New Young Sheldon, next Thursday. When he's calling the bank trying to get a mortgage on... From Dorothy Fitzpatrick. They really put her whole name in there. Who is that? Is that a famous person? <laughs> in the 80s, that was President Fitzpatrick's wife. <laughs> oh, right. She ran the, the FDIC. Um, <laughs> so, I think what we don't see when he's making that phone call is Mima is just out of the shot. This is a scam. Okay. She's mm. This is her idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to apply and apply for a scam loan. Right. She's, yeah. she's rubbing her hands. That's ageism. Tell him it's age discrimination. You're nine. They legally have to give you the loan. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Mima she knows was, all the loopholes. Yeah. And Mima was right. He gets the loan. Oh, yeah. That's like a big part of the episode. He gets the loan. Right. Whose home is the second mortgage for? <laughs> that would, this would be Mima's idea. Does Mima have any assets? We don't know. No, she's all liquid. No, I was going to say enemies. <laughs> of course. She's a con woman. Yeah. So maybe just someone that like lives in the neighborhood who like cut in front of her in line at the supermarket. <laughs> and now Mima is like trying to destroy them. <laughs> yeah. She probably pushed Sheldon to check their mailbox and that's what that scene was all about. And It's all ageism charged, right? Do you know what my favorite part about making um, young Sheldon is going to be? What's that? Working with Annie Potts. I know. <laughs> Just try not to get scammed. <laughs> so, he gets the loan. He gets the loan, I think. To get the computer. Yeah. To get to NASA. <laughs> to, to use a modem. He has to buy a computer right. and a modem. A modem. And this is like the 80s or whatever. The computer right? wouldn't have come with a modem. No. To buy a modem separately. Mm-hmm. And you would have had to like probably fit the the phone yeah. into it you know yeah <laughs> you have to like the little cradle yeah. for it yeah so it would emit the proper dial tone there's no electronic connection it's just like a microphone and a speaker mm-hmm. for the phone so it can like listen and, and give noise back okay right yeah. so he's got the Simple. computer he's got the phone he's got the modem he dials up nasa's bulletin board system um, goes their, their war games. Um, well, Play, I guess he plays a little usurper. Plays a little <laughs> usurper. Um, the bow tie gets patched. Yeah, 
It downloads the patch. Okay, cool. While he's on there playing door games, the bow tie is like mm-hmm. hacking in. Does the bow tie like hop off his neck and like use another keyboard or maybe get in the cradle that the phone is in and like no, use its own? No, uh, no, 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 no. It shoots out eight to 12 little wires <laughs> that hook into everything. Are they wet wires? Like organic or just like more electronic? They look like little, um, like Dr. Octopus's arms. Oh, little tendrils? Yeah. yeah okay. They come they're out tentacles. and hook yeah. in and they're, they're, they have electrical charge, obviously, pulsing through them. Right. Okay, so they connect. They're not like typing. They just like connect. Yeah, they connect to all of the equipment, the modem <laughs> and the computer and stuff. And maybe this whole time, like the bow tie has had like a little red light on. And then when it's done, it's just back to green. Yeah. Yes. And it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Like it just drank a big glass of water and it was really thirsty. Yeah. Maybe it says patch operation complete. (laughs) (laughs) Who does the voice of the bow tie? The bow tie? Uh, I'd say Daniel Day-Lewis or Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) <laughs> let's, Anthony let's Hopkins, not fuck around. that's good <laughs> yeah i think you're totally right danny d or danny glover i'd be good with him too he, he hasn't done much lately <laughs> oh, that'd be good <laughs> danny glover would be awesome he was in sorry to bother you he's real good yeah danny glover it's danny glover let's go with that cool oh he's good i mean can it be danny glover's like totally flustered voice from like lethal weapon <laughs> yeah Riggs! all that kind of yeah yeah Okay. Do we run it through a filter to sound a little robotic? A little robotic, yeah. Yeah, it would, it would have to sound. <laughs> I mean, I don't want it to sound totally like a cold robot because that's the beauty of cinching Danny Glover for uh, mm-hmm. the voice. That would be a convenient write-in that we could do that like on Glockton, what's it called? The planet? Glockton. Glockton uh, rigs is like <laughs> slang for shit or fuck. Riggs! <laughs> so he just says that all the time when yeah. he's, you know, upset and flustered. In the Glocktonian language? That's great. <laughs> so that's the arc. He gets the computer. He gets the modem. He gets the loan. It seems so straightforward. How do we end it? What happens? Yeah. There, well, there's a problem. There's got to be a problem. Well, the name of the episode is Apache, a modem, and a Zantac. Oh. We haven't explained anything about Zantac. Zantac. So Zantac is for heartburn? Is that right? Yeah, I feel like I've taken it. Maybe the bow tie is so juiced that it screws up Sheldon's digestion. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking- <laughs> Or maybe the nachos do. I don't Yeah, know. It, it rewards <laughs> yeah. him with so many nachos for a job well done. Yeah. I was trying to think, like, does this cause problems for anyone else in the family where they would be getting heartburn about it too? But eating a lot of nachos can give you heartburn. Even if you're a kid, though, I don't think of a heartburn as being a kid thing. I don't remember getting heartburn as a kid. Whereas now, if I ate like a ton of pizza, tried to go to bed, uh-huh. I would have heartburn. You're not half Glockton, though. True. So, are we saying that they're more earlier. susceptible? Yeah. <laughs> they're like weak. Yeah. Especially with, with the different gravity on Earth, like the uh, acid from the stomach like tends to rise up. You know, there's less gravity on their glockton, glockton, okay. so Glocktonian acid. On Glockton, the gravity is much heavier, yeah. right? There's it's no so such thing heavier. as acid reflux. The gravity is less because they have those bird bones. Right. So and more acid reflux, I guess. Right. So, but that means they're just kind of more slight overall digestively. And maybe like for Superman, when he's on Earth, you know how the sun is like really powerful mm-hmm. compared to Krypton? 
maybe here like our nachos are like super strong <laughs> and you don't okay. even think about yeah. it but like earth nachos are like serious no one else in the galaxy has nachos like us <laughs> right yeah and i mean they're they're like super conducive to heartburn but like super good yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. our nachos are right you gotta have it yeah. one with the other right right like, we all get heartburn, and it's not a big deal, but maybe to a Glockton, it's a big <gasps> deal. Oh, like, God. Like, it could, like, burn his neck off and- You would burn up. Yeah. Like, if that acid gets up to here. I was trying to think of an example in fiction when people burn up, and then it's like, it's Weed 2.0. <laughs> right. Yeah. From the famous podcast, Advanced Age Wrestling Shootouts. <laughs> and, like, maybe the bow tie was, like, missing, and it usually keeps that stuff in check. Yeah. But since mm. it was getting all of its uh, mm-hmm. NASA mm-hmm. business done, that's why it was it's like, oh shit, my host is about to die from. Oh shit! It's a race against t- time. It's trying to go in and get this patch yeah. so it can stop him from dying from all the nachos. Yeah. Yes, and Sheldon is the the bowtie's host. Yeah, organism. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And there is a, I don't know, maybe like a vending machine with Zantac in it. I guess he does all this from home. He would have to just go to dad's bathroom. Every dad has Zantac. But then we're saying that the bow tie can solve it. Maybe it knows it can't get back to him in time and it, you know, wings a little Zantac. And <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it's, it's just like a difference in physiology and he has really bad heartburn and he's eating all the nachos and he's like, mom, I don't feel so good. And she's like, let me give you a Zantac. And this is like how the episode ends. And the bow tie has already kicked in and it's bringing down his stomach acid levels. And yes. then the mom puts the Zantac in his mouth. And he turns to her and he's like, thank you, mom. But it's all this foam coming out of his mouth. Because, <laughs> like, Glocktonians can't take Santa. <laughs> and she just screams like a blood-curdling scream and, <laughs> and then the credits it. roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good punchy way to end it. Yeah. yeah. I like that. And we don't have to bring it up. You know, we don't have to, like, yeah, It never comes it. up again. Yeah. This is Damn. just. Can't give that kid Zantac. Is that enough of an arc? <laughs> We tied in the Mima and the mom are in the episode. Right. So did Mima, uh, did she take some of the money, some of the uh, loan money? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She took most yeah. of it. And at the end of the episode, she steals the computer. Right. And she drives past the house that they put the second mortgage on with the family <laughs> on the front, on the sidewalk with a bunch of suitcases. Yeah. They're already getting evicted, <laughs> like later in the episode. Yeah. She drives up and it's sweet, uh, spanking new Chrysler LeBaron <laughs> with the top down. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the computer's in the, the other seat. <laughs> and she puts a cigarette in the little floppy disk drive on the uh, uh, computer and lights one for herself. And they ride <laughs> off into the sunset until her next scam when she yeah. comes back. She pops in a Def Leppard cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> no, she pops in some Britney Fox. Pops <laughs> some Britney Fox yeah. on her cassette tape. She's listening to girl school. Yeah. Like um, some, some good Britney Fox, not that later bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's just like a, a short scene where the door to the garage opens and the dad is in there yelling at the son who's like trying to like practice his moves you know he's like holding guitar and he's like doing oh, like yeah. the legs back and forth yeah. oh he's showing him how to do that sort of britney fox thing where you yeah. like <laughs> yeah. ram jam the guitar left and right and you're also like the hips counter the hips counter waving yeah. your hips you gotta use your hips center mass no 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 idiot right Girl and like he, he tries to do the guitar spin, and he just keeps hitting his head, like it won't spin all the way around his shoulders. Right, and then it then it sort of like whoosh, the camera pulls back, whoosh, and it zooms way off of Earth, <laughs> and it zooms way past like Deimos or something like that, <laughs> mm-hmm. like outside of Mars or whatever. <laughs> and like, there's a giant outdoor sort of stage there, and there's like 
you know, 5 million Glocktonian fans listening to uh, Glocktor. He is killing it. And he's doing the same moves, but really like proficiently. So good. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know why this guy's good. <laughs> yeah. Glocktor has, let's say like four arms. Maybe he, no, no. He's like the ultimate musician because he has six arms, right? Yeah. Two of them are holding the guitar and he's doing the hip thing, right? And then the other two are doing like the cool hold on the mic stand <laughs> and rocking that back and forth. No, 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 no. And then no, his no, top no, two no, arms no, no. are spinning drumsticks. <laughs> he's got it all in one. Now I feel like he needs eight arms because he is like up on stage and he's playing the guitar and he's holding the mic stand. Yeah. And he's twirling drumsticks and his other arms are holding the other neck of the double neck guitar. <laughs> and he's like playing the lead solo on that. Yeah. He's got more room on that torso. Boom. Two more arms. He like strains to do it, but yeah. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, and the crowd goes fucking nuts. Nailed it. Yeah. Like they all start clapping their six arms together. And they're like, oh my God, he's got eight arms. That guy's so badass. <laughs> and he absolutely plagiarized uh, <laughs> Girl, Girl School. School by Britney Fox. <laughs> <laughs> but who's, who's going to find out? Yeah, who's going to find what out? Are the, what are the chances Britney Fox could ever make it to Glockton? We'll see. <laughs> well, I think we nailed it, guys. I think we nailed it. Roll credits. Mm-hmm. I know we nailed it. <laughs> awesome. Till next time, whenever it is. Till next time, do not watch Til- Young Sheldon. Never. Yeah. That's the rules. Yeah. Our rules and your rules. Yeah. Danny Glover, our number is 843-284-3566. Please let us know how you're doing and if you need some work. 1642. 1642. 1642. Bye.